It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. All right. Welcome back. This is our second run at one of these movie, theology, philosophy, leadership type videos. And this week we're breaking down in-game. I feel like we... Avengers. Don't, Avengers. We really don't need to review it. I mean, you've either seen it or you're going to see it. Or we're going to spoil it for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Go see it. Uh, we are going to hit a bunch of spoilers because we're just going to talk. We're going to talk about what we took away from the movie, moments that impacted us, uh, how our lives are forever changed after this 11-year mm, saga. I'm so changed. So, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Chris can't keep secrets. So. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's Chris Farden, yeah. everyone. We're going to spoil things. Lots mouth. of things. And uh, and not feel bad about it. So turn it off. All right. Bam. Well, cool. Hey, so we could talk about this movie for hours. Like literally four, four hours. Mm, yeah. Okay. There's so sure. much to unpack. I know I've seen it once so far. Edwin, the film guy, has seen it twice. I'm going again to see it in a couple days. Same. I'm excited to see it again. Like, I'm anxious. I need to see ready. it again. There, there's so much packed in this movie because they're like tying like five, nine, 12 different stories all into one thing. Uh, and 21. Totally, yeah. Beautiful. This is the 22nd movie yep. after 11 years. Yeah. That's yeah, nuts. And uh, yeah, it, Tony Stark, 22 days in the ship. Like, it was reaching the yeah. end. Um, there are a ton of good Easter egg videos out there. You can go and check them out. We'll probably link some below. But what we did for this video is to hit on the main points and kind of focus our discussion. Each one of us took one big takeaway, one moment or something that impacted us. And we're just going to kind of hash that out and use that to launch the discussion. <clears throat> maybe it's philosophy. Maybe it's leadership. Maybe it's theology. We'll see where it goes. Uh, for example, I thought... Super cool, like a lot of garden imagery, like Thanos retiring in the garden. Yeah. I think of like the garden when everything's at peace and like it's the perfect place. He rested on the seventh day. Rested on the seventh with day. Thanos in the garden. It sounds beautiful. Right? But one of my biggest things, my theological, and I just wanted to talk with somebody about oh, this. Yeah. But the first snap, and I think of like the first Adam in the garden in the first garden, the first snap was Thanos trying to do justice trying to set things right, but obviously in all the wrong ways. It just brought a bunch of death. And it just brought a bunch of death and destruction, destruction. But the second snap, like maybe we're just, I don't know, we're diving right into the end of the movie, but like it was the full arc. The second snap was someone giving up their life, something sacrificial, something that put everything in the proper place. And I think I like second Adam. Uh, Tony Stark is Jesus. Mm. Mm. Well... Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh, right. <laughs> Come on. Okay, okay, okay. Let's hatch it out a little it's bit. Good. Go. Okay, if you look at this, this is an insight to how Zach's brain works a little the bit. Tra- Seriously, I <laughs> okay. To you put context to this, seven. people also say that Zach is a lot like Tony Stark. He's got the brains, the yeah. good looks, everything and the arrogance. but everything but the money. <laughs> and yes. Tony Stark without the money is uh, true. he's just an IT guy. There you go. But <laughs> but okay. Look, look. The Trinity, the trilogy. Like you have. Thor and mm-hmm. Tony Stark and Cap all fighting against evil incarnate, which is Thanos. 
That's good the, as like Hawkeye, like a cherubim, or like what? what Maybe. Yeah. yeah. There we go. We're gonna put everyone on there. Yeah, all right, yeah, come yeah. on. These are all the uh, spiritual <laughs> elders. Okay. I so could get lost in that train of thought yeah. for a long time. Like, who is who? I know. I love it. But who, we won't. But we won't. Who's, but we won't. Wait, who's Black Widow though? Okay. I know. And then Thanos yeah. and Thanos's children. Um, you can get. You can dig into. It. Okay. Here's my takeaway. My takeaway comes still at the very end of the movie. I mean, I thought they did Tony Stark so much, or they did Iron Man. Both of them, they did them so much. They're the same person. They're the same. I guy, see yeah. RDJ like Robert Downey Jr. Now, <clears throat> I think Iron Man. Oh yeah, he's one of those characters. He's that. I mean, he's always been Iron Man. That's who he yeah. is. Yeah. It's not. He just fit into the role. So, yeah. but we see at his funeral at the very, very end, mm-hmm. the one young teenager, and uh, everybody's like, "Who is that?" Oh like, yeah. Oh man, Spider Man looks a little funny. And Wait, then they but, get but we just phones. saw Spider Man. He was over there, right? They get on their phones on the way home, and it's the kid. From Iron Man 3. Yep. So obviously, Tony Stark started as this selfish, you know, self indulgent jerk. It was all about money. And, and then he ends his story arc in like this selfless, sacrificial way, giving up everything for everyone. Jesus. And, uh, but behind the scenes, the entire time, he had been working this out internally mm-hmm. and walking with this kid in ways that people never would have known. Like, that's not flashy, it's not going to make the news, but he was mentoring this kid. Maybe raising him up to be a young Avenger. Proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Right? Well, yeah. And so, like, he had multiple instances of doing that. So, first of all, in this movie, he has a daughter now. Yeah. And so, like, that, he had Spider-Man that he was doing that with. And then Harley from Iron Man 3 he was doing that with for the time period of that movie, at least. Yeah, totally. We We have no idea what connection they've had since then, but probably some. Right? I mean, like, in giving his life away, like, in mentoring some of these kids, his life was changed. And I think of the Greatest Showman talk that we did where, like, he did a lot to unite these people, but they also directly impacted him as a leader and a person. And uh, it's the coolest thing. It's just that tear between two desires, one to just be all about himself and one to just care and give to everyone else. You know, and he's always kind of like these two pieces of him just, like, fighting. Totally. Did you ball like a baby? When uh, I watched my wife ball like a baby. <laughs> yeah, if I wasn't laughing at my wife bawling like a baby, yeah, it's kind of definitely would have. I balled like I a was baby. gonna ask you about that because I remember seeing Infinity War with you guys, and you guys were like, she was like crying so much oh, because yeah, of no, Infinity. Like, everyone I, dying. I couldn't even at the tell. End. Like if I was dark and her face was wet, so I couldn't tell when the tears were starting or stopping. There I was, was wetness. I, and, <laughs> I was actually gonna. I was actually gonna tell both of y'all to tell your wives not to wear mascara before yeah. going into that movie. Tyler's an emo kid; he shouldn't wear mascara. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have never heard a theater that quiet. Oh like, yeah, even more than Quiet Place, where you hear the crunching of popcorn. Oh man, it's totally quiet, and then you hear the sniffles and the sobs mm-hmm. break out. And oh, almost sure. I think someone would have gone jumped if they started talking in the movie. Like, you don't mess with this. You know, not the end game. No, no, no. Take no. it seriously. Snap you out of there. You know, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Would you, uh, what, so, what, right, so you just saw it like last night. Yeah, this th- is fresh on your mind. Oh man, but I need to see it again. There's so much I still need to like, digest because it's just taken it all in. But I, I honestly, it's the same thing that I've kind of been tracing through all of the, what'd you say, 22 movies? 22 now, yeah. That's not so that. The, kind of the humanity of these characters. I actually care. I did not grow up on comic books. I didn't care about superheroes other than just occasional TV show that just, it was on. What did you like? Have a girlfriend or something? No, I'm just no, kidding. definitely, definitely not. <laughs> uh, wasn't that cool? Oh, still no. Oh, but uh, just the humanity of them. That they have crafted these like other beings, these demigods, these superheroes that are very, very, very human. Like I can relate to them. At least most of them. 
really well, really closely, and it's because they make them very, very three-dimensional in a lot of ways. And, uh, of course, they're bigger-than-life characters, and they're kind of like archetypes mm. of different personalities out there, but they still have their struggles. And one thing I noticed that through every movie they do well, and you see it probably most prominently in this one, that there's in story there's three levels of conflict. The first one, it's internal. It's it's the emotional stuff that you're fighting. It's the stuff that goes behind the behind the scenes. It's the subtext of not what they say, but what you see in their eye rolling, their their body language, what they end up actually doing. And you see that you know, it, it keeps you really interested because we all have that. It's like these relationships that are strained. Yeah, Thor struggling with defeat for the first time. Yeah. Or- I mean, Iron Man kind of struggling with the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and Thor, you see it. What he says is he's still very confident, but you see it in this giant roly-poly belly, you know, that <laughs> he is, he's really just like a complete mess. He's like just a press-eating, you know? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, totally it's a mess, know. yeah. yeah he, he would have been chilling, just like binging on ice cream, Netflix on. Like, he, he just kind of gave up, even though he still talked the big game his little fishing town with his like <laughs> well played Fortnite yeah well, with all 13 of his civilization <laughs> yeah. you know? so that's that's kind of the way it was though like so all all three of the big three were facing failure of some sort and you got to see different ways of how they were dealing with it Thor kind of just gave up and just didn't do anything anymore Tony accepted it and moved on with life and Cap didn't accept it he was like alright let's try to find a way to we still need to try to find a way to fix stuff even five years later for sure yeah. but even these so this is still that <clears throat> first level it's the internal like you, you see it in Tony. He he went on, but he still he's carrying unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just still pissed. Um, and then uh, I think Captain America was like the true Avenger. He's like ready to avenge and you know bring all this back. And these things they're carrying around. Revenger. Revenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so that's the first level internal. Then you got the external, and these are the things that they're actually doing, actually fighting through. And they've got Thanos. They're dealing with trying to figure out time travel. They've got baddies like defeat and fight and kick in this war and these are the things that they're they're going through you know we've all got these things as well you know not just the stuff with our friends but we've got jobs and life and things that we're trying to conquer whether it's professional it's Mm -hmm. spiritual lives personal whatever it is Mm -hmm. and you got the things you're really facing in life i think most movies they bad movies just have that it shows what they're facing like against but it doesn't show the internal side then the third level You've got, like, the world issues. These are things that are, like, bigger than life, good versus evil, loyalty versus betrayal. Um, these things that everyone universally goes through, fights against. And, hmm. and here, it's not that they're just fighting against Thanos. They're, th- they're fighting against, you know, what is justice? What is correct? Um, again, it goes even back to do I forgive versus do I hold on to grudges? What truly matters? What is living the mm-hmm. good life? What is the correct way to exist? And so they're like at the same time battling all three of these levels, even though they're mostly conscious of the the middle one, the second tier. You know, they have all three of these things coming in at once. And I think as people, we we do too. We don't recognize that always, but it's important too because all three of them affect you. Even though you're only focused on, you think it's your job that's plaguing you. But really, it's the hurts with a relationship you have that you're carrying to your job and is working this job even really a worthwhile thing? Should you pursue a passion? Should you try and chase the dollar? You know, these big things that everyone really battles through, you Mm. know, and uh, I I see all three of those come to lie in these characters. And that's why they are real in the end, because, oh, I can relate to you. Different situation. You're still a person. Mm -hmm. I can be fat like Thor. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, totally. And, and I think it's easy to, to blame it on something external in sure. order to not deal with something internal. I think of Hulk and how he kind of finally count, you know, came to terms with, exactly. with his Hulkness. He, he got to be healthy with one of those things where some people like regressed and got really unhealthy with these things. He, he found a way, yeah, it's the cure, not just the disease. You yeah. know, and he, he did great. Just come to terms with your strengths and your yeah. I think that's actually, issues. That's actually like an interesting dichotomy because, you know, you think of those, those are the big four, you know, and then you obviously for the six you have Hawkeye and Black Widow over here. But yeah, the interns. Those, yeah, the interns. <laughs> those are kind of the big four, though. I mean, you see the three dealing with their issues, and then you see Hulk is like, nah, I'm doing great, guys. My issue's yeah. solved. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, 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 finally. Yeah. Like, you had seen that internal battle all oh, throughout sure. the films for him. And then- Guardians of the Galaxy, like, the other department, like, they're the neighbors. Like, they're, like, key characters, but they're also, like, they're not the major four. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. No, they're, I mean, there's not the ones that... They're just not the kids in school. They just didn't start anything off. Yeah, okay. They just came in midway through. Sure. Like, 1.5. They'll continue They're on. like the foreign exchange students. That's, That's the, good. <laughs> That actually works. Yeah, yeah. they came in from As space. Guardians of the Galaxy aliens. <laughs> okay. Mm. Well... <laughs> if you were to just real quick off you fly, like who would you identify with the most mm, always rocket always, always rocket, rocket. <laughs> rocket foul <is> mouth <laughs> that is true he just gets he me bite. okay or I get oh, him man. I don't know one of those two yeah, yeah he's I, like my spirit animal I, I feel like I don't know I, I, so, I want to say either Captain America because <laughs> like I want to do right um, even if that doesn't always look like the conventional right, I, I want to go by my conscious. And, and when I'm not like dealing with that, even though that's like a real struggle and tough for me, I'm actually like really a mess if I'm not. If I kind of give it just the whole effort attitude and I, I don't care as much, like I really kind of turn to like mush on the inside, and it's just not good for me. Like that's yeah. the, I need that structure, and I need to be able to put the world in certain areas. I you know I need to do what's right by. My conscience. You're an ESFJ, right? Myers-Briggs? Yeah. yeah. Is that like one of the heartbeats of ESFJ? Yeah, definitely. Because I think about Cap and I think about like how traditional he is. Like yeah. values, mm-hmm. represent all things value. Like the way the way of doing things, the way we've always done things. And you kind of see him break out of that a little bit in this film. Yeah. And uh, he uses a bad word. He uses a couple bad words. And, uh, I think that's where I'm at right and, now. And then ultimately like totally changes his direction mm-hmm. and uh, does something for himself. He still sticks to it. And that's what I respect though is even when... It, he actually sees that the traditional ways are not working, and he breaks from that. He still sticks to his guns, even if society is like, that's not right. Yeah. Like, no, I'm going to stay in. He plants himself rest. firmly like a tree and says, no, that's you right. move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like Abraham Lincoln was like a superhero. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that tradition at church today, and we were just talking about how like tradition can be good as long as you remember why you're doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that's, is, is it still applicable, like still relevant? Is it still purposeful? And uh, if something, keep on with your tradition. But uh, don't just do it for safety and security's sake. If I had to give a semi-serious answer to the which character I'd identify oh, with... you definitely rock. No, I, I actually kind of want to con- say I connect with the uh, rat that inadvertently let Ant-Man come back into, okay. into the world. That's <laughs> the real hero. That's good. Honestly, because I'm over here sitting there like, doing things that are good and great things happen from it, and I didn't even realize what I was doing the entire Stumbly time. That's good. good. When you said the rat, I was really thinking of like the lizard rat that on the planet that uh, Star-Lord was singing. It's it around. <laughs> Yeah, that's me, right? That's there. really where I thought you were going with that. Uh, so you you picked much much better, <laughs> much much. Better. I mean, you had a much choice of better. all of the universes, the actual characters. 
<laughs> I chose yeah, the, rat. the rat from Ant Man. Yeah. You can yeah. be Rant Man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you? What, so what did you take away? Yeah, you know, real quick, you've uh-huh. done a review video. Y'all actually did one like right after the film. I don't know how y'all did it because I just passed out in emotional exhaustion. <sighs> I should have. Check it out, Cinefanatics. Yeah, because I was really up till six o'clock in the morning trying to finish it and get it up on YouTube. I mean, you're a superhero. Those are either like superhero hours or fourteen or lady than yeah fourteen yeah. year old hours. Yeah, I don't know, but, yeah, but I wasn't drinking. I wasn't drinking any Mountain Dew, so I don't know about the fourteen year old part. That's good. Fair enough. Well, that makes you the other. <laughs> yeah. uh, so one of my big takeaways is kind of like as we've been discussing, like the things that the characters were going through. Is you see, since there's a lot of dealing with time travel and the effects of time and how it kind of weighs down on people. Uh, on top of that, the failures that they all experienced in some way or another. Um, it's it's an interesting dichotomy to watch those bounce back and forth. I mean, the big one, obviously, is Thor, literally, um, and how he was dealing with uh, just his his personal failure and just letting it letting everything fall apart until he uh, was able to go back in time and have like that encouraging pep talk with his mom. Yeah. Which was like I wish I could just I remember. I wish I could remember the fr- the thing that she told him like right off the top of my head. But you know, it's like you know, eat a salad. Yeah, eat- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I should also heed that advice. That's <laughs> funny. I, I just ate a salad. Um, uh, no, but uh, it's a matter of like you know, you're too busy thinking about who you should be, and you're not paying attention to who you are right now. Basically, yeah, try and be what you think you should be. Be who you're meant to be. And I think I think that actually resonates. That particular thing resonates a lot, and I think it's actually like is one of the biggest things that stick out for this movie, probably for a lot of people, is that we're too busy focusing on maybe we do our maybe we are chasing our dreams and whatnot. You know, like I'm over here like trying to create my own business and do stuff on YouTube, and that's those are huge things that you know it takes a while to get to. Uh, but it's a matter of try to remember who I am right now and remember what I'm doing right now, not so much focused on where my dreams and where I'm trying to go, but you know, maybe like what is God talking to me about right now, not necessarily just the direction that he's taking me in. Totally. Yeah, and I see I see a bunch of things. Like if you're looking at the past and just overwhelmed by the past, living back there, then obviously you're not in the present, right. which you can actually change. But you're also just drowning in regret. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. And, uh, and I, don't, I think that's a terrible way to live. It has a way of like weathering you. You know, you see yeah. like a cloud become like an even plane, and just like, just little by little, just slowly get shipped away. And if I can be a heretic for just a moment to pull from a different type of hero movie. No. I mean, no, no, yours, it, it, damn. The Flash? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not. But the we used flash. to have a roommate that we were like, our favorite Avengers, the Flash. <laughs> and he would just Hulk out. Like, he would berserk. It was great. Um. Uh, so, okay, no, I think of like the Dark Knight and it's the whole. I, I was worried you were going to say Bible Man, so we're good. Yeah, Bible Man, Quail Man. No, <laughs> yeah, so when does he get on the scene? I mean, Disney surely owns them by now. <laughs> oh, definitely. So, but no, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. So th- they were all kind of facing that. They they were living long enough to just like maybe they didn't become the villain but they got weathered to st- down to nothing. But then you see the redemption after that, where it's like the next step that they still became the hero despite the weathering, the mess, well, the they know, had, heaviness. They had to overcome being their own personal villains yeah, in no, order to be the that, hero. It's kind of like the call I guess we all have once we get in that jaded season and that... That hurt you know, totally. Push and past. I talk about because like we we take inventory with a lot of students about their life experiences mm-hmm. and how if you can like name and own a life experience, then you can choose to like give it power and you know keep living in that or choose to totally change your direction. And so I talk a lot about Thanos 
and how like he was hurt in his past mm-hmm. and that led him to a place of vengeance and so with that snap he could have done two things like he could have you know made everything right but he was consumed by his past yeah, well, yeah just and, blinded by it like, yeah he even said like i'm not trying to do this all as personal but that, that was like half true maybe he didn't have a personal vendetta against these other people but his personal experiences shaped what he thought justice was he really mm-hmm. i think he honestly thought he was doing right it, oh yeah there's it, people out there that agree with him like there's a lot of internet advocates that are pro Thanos. Oh, and, and i believe that like it, it's the mark of a really good villain yeah no totally Wait, yeah. Killmonger and then Thanos. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I get them. And then you did a good job of bringing this out in your review on Cinefanatics, mm-hmm. but talking about how they just push that to the next level. Yeah. And like, once you get caught up in life, like regret and pain and hurt, it's a it's a downward slope. Well, that's what he's saying. So he went from saying like, you know, this wasn't personal. This hasn't been personal this entire time. But you guys are just now making it personal. So now he's taking. Now he's letting his own pride get in the way. He's letting whatever get in the way of you know his original vision. Sure. Which was to try to help people mm-hmm. at least in his mind what he thought was helping but now he's like you know what i see that didn't work so i'm just gonna wipe out everybody and start anew yeah and that's definitely not the right way to go no, yeah. for sure but something <laughs> i strangely respect about him is if nothing else like they stated a few times he wasn't a liar he was standing by what he truly believed was right and that's more of call to not just do what's right, mm-hmm. but to learn what even right is. If you, everyone just tries to do whatever they think is best, whatever they think is arbitrarily right, you can have some really messed up eight of things. I think history teaches that enough, but your version of right doesn't mean it's very right. <laughs> you know, right. that's that's dangerous. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, did you have other thought? You, past, present, future with other characters? Um. It, not so much detail, you know, I just think there's like interesting things like I mentioned earlier how like Tony basically accepted the the present that he's in now and then Cap though. The interesting thing with Captain America is the entire series, you know, uh, I think it was it was even in at the end of Age of Ultron where uh where Tony was saying, you know, you want to settle down, you want to go have a life and he's like, "Nah, the guy who wanted that went in the ice 70 years ago. I'm, you know, there's military stuff around me. I'm home. This is where I'm at." It was interesting because, you know, you go back now in Endgame and it's like, well, he chose to have a life. He went back, returned the stones, and then he went and had a life. And so it's like an inside, like, he's been selfless this entire time, and that's Captain America's character. Now he's like, you know what? We've accomplished so much. I've now been given an opportunity to actually take that rest myself now. And I thought that was really that was a really interesting thing for him. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that, but it also that's one... I don't even know if it's a loose end because he did what he did either way, mm-hmm. but... That actually kind of gets at me a little bit. So I, I want to know about this new life he just lived. Did he feel like he paid enough of a debt that now he could be free through, you know, other wars and other major catastrophes and other things? That was he uh, chill? Why those things happened? And he said, "I paid my debt. I paid my dues. I did enough." You know, did he make a line and then say, "I crossed it"? So he went back into time, and in that alternate universe, he's watching all this stuff unfold. And even if it wasn't like the supernatural, just day to day. War, you know, yeah, th- big things happening, people dying. Knowing he could do something, but just you know, yeah, chilling. Maybe with he did. Peggy. That would almost. I'd be almost interested to see that where he plays spy, knowing in advance what's going to happen, and going and like tampering with all these things to keep him from. Hmm. You know, I, I don't know. That could be interesting in itself. Yeah, but, and we've had some good talks on like bystander effect and like. For sure, you know, there are people out in the audience. I do this thing during the week called the superhero support group, mm-hmm. and we get together. It's the idea that we all have superpowers. Oh yeah, you know, some of us are Hawkeye and some of us are Thor, but we all have superpowers. If only I could shoot a bow and arrow like that. <laughs> and uh, 
we don't want people sitting on their gifts. And so how do we encourage and edify and draw out so that people can find purpose in their gifts? And uh, it sounds like he needs that. But, you know, like, people do that all the time. How did he justify that, knowing what could have been? Yeah, and so that's kind of the whole, we don't know what he did, you know, and uh, maybe he paved another hero path, or maybe he really sat back and chilled and just didn't turn on the TV so it'd be easier for him, you know. I mean, going back and living a life, you know, all this stuff happening in life as he's just living his own life, like, first of all, he's already lived through all that stuff, and I think just being able to justify it now where he's no longer with the Avengers, he actually just went back and did his own thing, and now he's an old man. I think he can justify that by saying, like, look, there's plenty of, there's plenty of Avengers, there's plenty of people with powers now who can, who can take up the mantle of what I've been doing. In fact, he even passed it on to Falcon. Yeah, but like, I wonder that diverging timeline, like, <coughs> if he united them, like, said, hey, uh, you should probably check this out, Bruce Banner, you don't even know who you are yet, but, like, shh. And maybe or, or did he just watch? You know, like ah, I don't know. Or is he? It's like that whole divergent timeline <laughs> became Zach's about brain. him, and now I hate Captain America, <laughs> even though he's got a nice butt. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the question. Like, where does it fall in line? Is does this timeline matter as much as the timeline that he already had lived through before as Captain America? Does it? Does kind of did two caps. You know, the whole thing. So I'm not. I'm not really sure anymore. It does um, open. It does open some interesting questions. Way to cap that off. See, my my level of like movie like time travel was like watch stoppers. Like that was my. <laughs> I believe you mean clock stoppers. Clock stoppers. Yeah. <laughs> Old Nickelodeon movie. Over. That's what set the bar for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, they based most of this movie off Back to the Future too. So, so yeah, it's not wrong. Well, cool. Okay, so we want to know what your takeaways were. Now, admittedly, we're just regular people. Some of us, one of us, only Chris is a movie buff and uh, you know outspoken nerd. And so we might have got things totally wrong. We'd love to hear your ideas in the comments. Love to hear how uh, in-game's changing your life. It's getting those tear ducts mm. working, that's for sure. That's for real. real. <laughs> Clear the allergies out. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.